there, back in World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason for another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation. I'm Tom D'Antoni. Today we're talking to blues singer Ray Gordon, who has had a fabulous 2017. She and her band recently won two Cascade Blues Association Muddy Awards, and earlier this year she placed third in the prestigious International Blues Challenge competition in Memphis. She and her band also released an album this year, so it's been a year of accomplishment for her. She's in the middle of her annual Christmas Coats and Kings Drive, which helps provide coats for folks left out in the cold. We'll find out what that is all about. So let's meet Ray Gordon. Welcome to the cupping room. This is the cupping room. Right this is here. The, the what room? The cupping room. The cupping. Oh, yes. It's, it's a nice barista. It's barista talk. <laughs> and uh, right here at um, World Cup Coffee and Tea, Northwest 18th and Gleason, where we do all these things and they do things for us. And it's, it's awful good. To, thanks for you for coming in. Oh, thank you for asking me. I'm yeah, excited yeah, to be yeah. here. Man, it's been a great year for you, hasn't it? Oh, it's been amazing. Wow. It, start, it started in January, hitting the ground running. It was amazing in Memphis, and it just hasn't stopped. Well, let's work backwards. Oh, work backwards. Okay. okay. So you just won two muddies? Yeah. So we were up for a few muddies against some of my most incredibly wonderful uh, mus- musician community buddies and mm-hmm. stuff, and it's just such a honor to be on a list with some people that just take my breath away all the time Mm -hmm. and like LaRonda Steele and uh and uh, Karen Lovely and people like that and um so we were up for wow we were up for Ed Pierce for drum Uh for uh he was up for drums Pat McDougal was up for um uh, all that he does backstage and all that stuff and uh then also our sax player Scott Franklin was up for best sax and and for Ed and and Scott that was the first time they were nominated for a Cascade Blues Association Uh money award Uh then we were up for uh best performance one of my uh favorite memories so far was being on stage with LaRonda Steele and Rich Layton and doing Uh our title our title track and just really hitting it home and uh was great to be on stage oh they're so amazing (laughs) and uh then um so we were up for best northwest recording and then Uh best band contemporary so uh we came came away with uh, the contemporary blues band money and the northwest recording which uh what really really shows me is that it does take a team and uh i've always felt that i wanted a, a team and now i have a team and it's just it's amazing it's i'm very fulfilled yeah Fulfilled. <laughs> so how did, you, how did you feel when 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 they called out your name? Oh, I you know I I didn't have anything prepared because I didn't expect it. So yeah, I just yeah. feel very. Uh, those are the best ones. Very grateful, yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. to be up against people that you know uh-huh. I just totally admire. Uh, uh, uh. Oh yeah. Then the recording was uh, better than I was. All right. Yeah. All right. It's so funny. It's it's a it's a, a new CD from the new project that I started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started it. I think it's been about April, May of last year. So it's a pretty new project. And when we won the Journey to Memphis contest, we had mm-hmm. only been together about two or three months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we won the Journey to Memphis thing. Wait, July. So April, May, June, July. Okay. So we won one. 
when we won the chance to go to the 4th uh-huh. of July, uh-huh. you know, Journey yeah. to Memphis yeah. um, sing-off, <laughs> if you'd say. Well, wait a minute. We, we, yeah. we, we, we're going in the opposite direction Oh, now. okay, opposite direction. The last time I saw January. you, last time I saw you, I was at the airport waiting for an, ex- oh, that was an ex-wife amazing. of mine to come in. <laughs> and... There was a whole bunch of people there with signs and, and and I thought you were there for us. I was so I was like, oh my god, Tom's Tom showed up at the airport to to greet us. So yeah, that was uh, in February, right? Yeah. And do you know that who else was also there by by perchance coming off uh, of a, a I think Florida. Yeah. From Florida was uh, Pat McDougal's sister. <laughs> she comes up and she goes and walks up and points at one of the signs and says, that's my brother. <laughs> and that was un- unintended, too. It was so great. Oh, there were so many wonderful people that showed up to uh, welcome us home. And I felt, I felt like we had come b- back um, you know, uh, proud to bring back to uh-huh. the Portland area that supported us so much uh, third place in that international contest okay so all right let's go the other way now all right how does how does somebody get into the competition that you were in so the competition you know there's blues associations and organizations all Mm -hmm. around the world yeah that really dedicate themselves full of volunteers that that love the music and love the musicians and the audiences that come as much as cascade blues association so what they do is they uh they set up they set up contests competitions all around the world Mm -hmm. and then when those acts win they get sent to memphis uh every january Mm -hmm. and uh, so you had to go through a competition here i did so it was june of last year yeah and like i said i think april may june we we had been together about three months i mean seriously and then the big local competition is at the blues festival yeah on the fourth of july and uh which is it's great and it's such an incredible experience for especially bands that hadn't played the blues festival yeah. to be able to play it and yeah, you've uh, played the blues festival before i have yeah you yeah. know i think it was 2002 was my first time and mm-hmm. i was a guest many times and then the mm-hmm. first time that i actually was able to play with my own band it was what really it was great <laughs> yeah so i um i think i paid dues on that one but you know i think the the people that competed uh, the bands that competed this 4th of July were amazing. Randy Morrison, who uh, years ago was a guitar player in my an, another you huh. know incarnation of my band and mm-hmm. uh, um, years and years ago. And then uh, I love what he's doing. He's such a great performer. And then Sister Mercy and uh, the Lightning Kings, which is a great new mm-hmm. big band. Mm-hmm. And I know there was one more. Um, but uh, I know, and then uh, Julia Michi is amazing. She's yeah. such a doll. Yeah. Uh, and Dean Mueller were mm-hmm. also there. So I mm-hmm. think that was the fourth, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So you won that. So, yeah, we, we won that last year. Um, huh. So it was last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it, it gave us the opportunity to go in uh, 2017 in January to uh, Memphis. Yeah. And, God, it's just incredible. The networking opportunity is, is so huge. And to follow in the footsteps of people like Karen Lovely, who won second yeah. in the whole contest, yeah. and Ty Curtis, who also won second, and then the Wired Band from Seattle that won first. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, that was, it was so. Great. But, uh, you, uh, you, the thing is, you, you've got to raise your own money to get to Memphis, right? You do. That was you wow. know, and I and I had this crazy idea that I wanted to give everybody their own room, so <laughs> I might do it a little differently. They they might have to double up the next time, but. Uh, <laughs> That was the the most money was spent in lodging them because I you know they they don't get paid for it and yeah. and they put yeah. in a lot of work and uh, the people that went with me were uh, were Ed Pierce 
Mm-hmm. Pat McDougall, Kivit Bednar, Scott Franklin, Alan Kalick, and Al Hooten mm-hmm. were the were the great musicians that were there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, uh, there was a couple of the spouses that came along too, and were just instrumental in keeping it going. Yeah, it was great. Deidre yeah. and Elizabeth. Yeah. So, huh. So what happens at this thing? Oh, first your eyes pop out of your head, <laughs> and then you go. How can I not eat myself to death? Because the food is amazing, and uh, the ex- you know, here's the, what's really amazing that people don't realize is that it's great for the musicians to meet the musicians, mm-hmm. but it's great to also meet audience members from all over the world. Sure. That that could be people in your own backyard, mm-hmm. and then when you're on stage, like we were on BB King's, um, and it's the luck of the draw. What clubs you draw, mm-hmm. and we were so. Um, we were we were so blessed to be able to draw the same club each time. Wow! So we got really comfortable with BB Kings. Yeah. So every every time we competed, we were competing on a stage we had comfortable with already. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And when you look out, this is what I think musicians in town and people that have been to the IBCs, whether they're to the IBC, whether they're uh, local in Portland or they're in Sacramento or mm-hmm. or New York is you're there and you look out and you see people you recognize from back home. Ah. And and I highly recommend that if anybody uh-huh. wants to do some big music thing um, and see the most incredible musicians from all over the world and have the most incredible experience that they consider going to the IBC uh-huh. because there's nothing like going out and looking and seeing somebody that you just saw at Blue Diamond or yeah. Trails End Saloon. You're yeah. like, yeah. it's it's a it's a community for sure. <laughs> so you recognize people from Cascade and I did yeah. Cascade Blues Association. Yeah. Like yeah. Greg Johnson is is such uh-huh. a great supporter and uh-huh. uh, Shree Shree Robbins is too and and just. Seeing them out in the audience was amazing, and then Peter Damon was there, and of course, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and sitting then, in with everybody. No I doubt. know, right? <laughs> so, and and we're going back this year in January. Uh, me and the guitar player, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to be doing. Uh, uh, I'm calling it the Mississippi Mingle, and it's the day before the IBC starts, and mm-hmm. it's being Clarksdale, Mississippi, wow. at an art gallery that Stan Street has, and then I'm uh, I'm I I have the greatest honor of of MC and the woman in blue show on Thursday during the IBC great so I'll be the MC and uh, helping to to support and here's what I want to say about the women in blues thing is uh, this was the first year ever in the history of the IBC that first second and third was taken by woman fronted bands wow so it is it was it's the year of the woman right pretty good so to come back one of those three and be able to emcee the national women of blues show that Uh michelle seidman puts on is uh you know who's who's playing yet you know it was she runs it really cool she does it as a lottery so everybody has a chance so um i i think you know, don't quote me, but well, mm-hmm. of course it's going to be quoted because this will be forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Bridget Kelly is uh-huh. on it, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, definitely they they can look on Facebook and look at National Women in Blues, uh-huh. and uh, also I'll be sharing it too as well. The list of people that will be performing. Well, that's great. When is that? That is Thursday. Um, let's see. The so the sixteenth is Tuesday, and that's the Mississippi Mingle I'm putting together. So it's the 18th of what 
18th of January in Memphis. Of 2018. Of 2018. Gotcha. And it's also my birthday week, too. Really? <laughs> my birthday in Memphis. I'm going to have I'm gonna have some catfish fry. There you go. I'm going to have some catfish cake. I don't know if there's catfish cake. I don't even like catfish, but, you know, it sounds good. It does sound be good. Because it'll be the South, right? <laughs> I don't think it sounds so good. Because oh, yeah, I, no, I, oh, yeah, I have not. a cat, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like too close to home. The food like, is you know. amazing. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> so what do you make of all this stuff this year? Well, you know, it it's amazing and you know, I decided uh, to start a, a start a new project and um I decided to approach you, it differently. When you say start a new project, you mean you mean form new a new band? band? Yeah. yeah, okay. And I did that last last year. Uh-huh. Um I used Was that hard? It, it was hard, you know, because you, it's like, you know, it's like it's like okay, I'm going to have this baby and I you know, I don't know if it's going to talk Heck, yeah. or you know, I, I don't know what it's going to look like. I yeah. know, I know, you know that I, I, I you know, I was uh, for a little while. Um, I was just kind of sitting in with other people, and then just using people, kind of doing a jam thing again for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I craved that team effort, yeah. and uh, yeah. it's the first time that I've really looked looked at it as a, all a team effort. So mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about you know what what do they want and what would fulfill them because. I don't know how other people approach it, but I think the more and more I know that the guys are having fun, the more I have fun. Well, yeah. And uh, yeah. it's know, knowing that these, these guys are some of the best in the business and, and they're choosing to spend their, their extra free time mm-hmm. and non-free time mm-hmm. uh, with me is, is, uh, is you know, I've, I, I will never take that for granted. Yeah. yeah. And like last night, we were working on uh, our Christmas show rehearsal mm-hmm. and, you know, it was hard and we went an hour over you know, mm. what we were expecting to go, and yeah. and they were all willing to stay and work on it a little bit longer. That's great. And okay, so who are they, and what do they play? All right. So uh, in my band currently is uh, Kivit Bednar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an incredible guitar play- player. Uh, he's from Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I pro- the new project, I Somebody had... Somebody moved from Austin to Portland? They did. <laughs> wow. Well, I approached this. I thought, I said, you know, what do I... What really drives me and what moves me? And what moves me is soulful music, mm-hmm. but also that gritty back porch, yeah. swampy sound. Right. And I said, you know, I wonder if I could put those both together. I love the horn section. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, and, and usually the horn section is just the soul, you know, and, and mm-hmm. then a gritty back porch blues is, it's just really a th- authentic, like mm-hmm. old style. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if that would work together. S- hmm. But when I, when I met and, and re, uh, re, um, re got reacquainted with Kivit, mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, that is an incredible sound. That's what I'm thinking in my head. Wow. And then, uh, the horn section is Alan Kalick and Scott Franklin. Uh-huh. Um, their other project is Ants in the Kitchen, another, uh-huh. re- just a really and great that, band. Is that alto and, 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 it's, uh, and yeah, sax and, and trumpet. And trumpet. Oh, trumpet. Nice, nice. You know what? I got, I got, I got really, uh, I got really spoiled when I was playing with, when Joseph McCarthy, I was playing with him in the Etta James tribute. I'm uh-huh. like, I really like trumpet. So, <laughs> um, Alan hits it really hard and he's mm-hmm. very, um, powerful and it's amazing. They're such a great team. And then Pat McDougal, mm-hmm. um, on keys. I'm just such a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, not only of, of his, his musical talent, but how he gives back to the community mm-hmm. of music. And he also, um, agreed to be musical director, which has helped a lot. Great. Um, he kind of keeps me on the straight and narrow. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as I was telling you, I got a little Ray DD going on. And um, uh, then we also have uh, Joseph Conrad, who uh, started playing with again 
And uh, we had played together for about four years in, in my prior bass? band on bass. Yeah. Bass, yeah. Mm-hmm. He also, uh, he and Ed Pierce, Ed Pierce's drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Joseph Conrad and Ed Pierce plays for, played for years with DK Stewart, who yeah. was a big fan of DK. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we were also doing now, stuff together with Ed There's a guy who doesn't look James. like a blues musician. Oh, my God. I love it. He oh, looks what, like, Joseph he, or yeah, DK? Yeah, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, Ed. Joseph. Oh, Ed Pierce. Yeah. Oh, he's so great. He just looks like a regular guy. He does. You but, know? <laughs> but, you know, but where, where he's a regular, it counts. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, he's, you know, sometimes uh, I'm glad to, to be playing with both of them again. Sometimes in the past when I'd be singing, uh, I remember one time I was in Beaver Creek, Creek mm-hmm. and I was singing at a community, you know, community music in the park. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to concentrate, but what he and Joseph were doing behind me was just so amazing. The, the way they bring it up and mm-hmm. it's, it's like a roller coaster ride, like. I, I could just slightly start singing a little bit softer, mm-hmm. and they just come right down. And mm-hmm. Ed is just a force to be reckoned with. And I'm really glad he got he got a nomination after yeah. all these years because yeah. he's like yeah. the go-to guy for a lot of people. A lot of people, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so was there a is there was there one time when, when when you were putting this band together that everything clicked? Or was um, it more a gradual thing? It was kind of you know it you know I've clicked individually with the the guys that I had that I had uh the band with and uh in different you know and when it came together it just seemed to click right away. Ah. And it was yeah. it was it was pretty amazing. It was like wow when we're looking at each other going, Hey, that yeah. sounds pretty good. I like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, you know, as we're you know, we we were we were like pretty new. Yeah. Um so I took a chance and said, let's do the um, Journey to Memphis contest. The, you know, a couple of people were like, ah, I don't know if we'd be ready. And I said, mm-hmm. no, we'll get ready. And like I said, we'd only been together, together uh-huh. officially for about uh-huh. three months. Uh-huh. And then when we got third, I think it was nine months we were a band. Huh. When wow. we got third at the wow. in Memphis. So what did you sing in Memphis? In Memphis. So we sang, um, uh, like in the finals, we sang, mm-hmm. uh, f- I sang, f- I believe it was three or four originals mm-hmm. and then one cover. Oh, a whole, a whole long set. Well, I think one of them was that longer set. I think the, I think the finals was only four. Yeah. So Swing Me, which is a, a, a funny tune I wrote about uh, an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, then Find Me when the sun goes down is, uh-huh. is about, you know, just that I feel better when I'm, you know, out there at night and, you know, uh, as any musician does, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, dreams to remember is my new, uh, favorite go-to cover song. And the reason why is cause years ago when, when, um, uh, buddy guy was playing at the, the Roseland yeah. and I was right below him. I was looking up and he was singing the song so softly and so, incredibly the highs and lows that everybody was quiet everybody was mesmerized and i said i will never ever be able to sing a song like that and have that (laughs) reaction yeah and in the back of my head all these years i'm like someday i'm gonna feel confident (laughs) enough to sing that song and own it and i really feel like that's my a song that i can own now and partially it's because of such an incredible band that could Uh let me just be myself and that's really what's so key in any I think in any band uh, that that where people feel fulfilled if if they can be themselves, and uh, like you know everybody in the band brings ideas to the table and mm-hmm. you know and and makes it all better. It just it just feels like a team, and that's that's really what I've been wanting for a long time. Have you recorded this band yet? I have. Uh huh. Or we have. So uh, we 
we uh, so after we came back from Memphis after third. Here's yeah. a good thing about doing third instead of second or first. Uh-huh. So first and second comes with prize money and lots of gigs. Mm-hmm. Third comes with prize money, but no gigs. Huh. And the best part about that, why it was a plus for us, is the new project didn't have up up in the CD. Yeah. So if yeah. we had won first or second, all my time would have been spent in trying to, you know, all the logistics of getting everybody to the to the gigs and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't have had time to do a CD. Mm-hmm. So what happened is um, working with uh, Pat McDougal to co-write. Um, to bring he he brought a couple of songs to the, his table I think three to the table, and then my songs were lyrics and melodies and what he was able to do with it was just amazing because uh, I don't have that ability uh-huh. and then uh, Kivit Bednar was producer it was great wow and we and and I really appreciate all the the guys that were on the CD uh-huh. because I put out there I put out a goal of having a CD by the Blues Festival wow and they all said yes. And it was it was hard at times, but it was yeah. worth it. And yeah. uh, like I said, it, it's better than I was. <laughs> wow. Who recorded it? I mean, where it was uh, Mad Shaman Studios. Uh-huh. It's a, a new studio in uh, North Portland, uh-huh. and he gave us a really good deal, you know, because he's yeah. new to the scene. And oh yeah, yeah. yeah so that yeah. was really great. And and in about three months, we had a CD done. <laughs> That's pretty fast. <laughs> I know. I'm still I'm still trying to catch up on my sleep. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Kivit Bednar was uh, was amazing as a producer, and I highly recommend him to anybody that might be needing a producer for their uh-huh. CD. Uh-huh. You know, wow. he had a really good ear and a really good eye, and and uh, I'm just having I'm having the, one of the best years of my life. God, so you you place it at Memphis, you got a CD out, and you win two muddies. That's I know good. what is going on, and then <laughs> and then going you know doing the um, uh, doing the blues festival after coming yeah. home like that was was really amazing, and then we were able to to do some other other gigs as a result of our IBC stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and of course you got a you know that gives you a slot at the blues festival next year. Well, I'm hoping. Well, generally, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think Maybe generally general. the people I'm who, who hope so. I well, know. I think generally the people who win. You know, journey to Memphis the year before. Get, get I, get, I never get a, assume anything. Okay, <laughs> at least at least musically, <laughs> everything at least, else maybe. At, 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 at least you know, since we've had a booth next, you know, right, right next door to the, the the stage for the past seven years, I would think I have oh, some yeah, a little bit maybe. kind of idea oh, I hope that so. that's what happens. So I would I hope so. be thinking you're going to be up there again. <laughs> But yeah, we're 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 uh, we're and actually and and we're we've been really busy this year. But um, in this this ne- next month, we we have so a you lot got a big stuff. Christmas thing coming up. I do. So a couple of years ago, I started something called We Three Kings, uh-huh. where I highlight three guitar players. So this year, I'm mixing it up a little bit. So um, We Three Kings highlights three really great musicians in town or out of town mm-hmm. and uh on the 15th of december we go up to highway 99 mm-hmm. and the three kings are in seattle yeah, yeah. Uh, in seattle and we're going to be kivit bednar is, is is one of the kings as well as randy oxford mm-hmm. um on uh what's that what's that thing uh guitar uh, trombone oh trombone no, tr- okay <laughs> i knew it, i knew it wasn't trumpet so okay. uh i know that much and uh, then we also have C.D. Woodbury, who uh-huh. uh, won up there in the state of Washington, and he's going to the IBC to, to be their nice. representative. Nice. So it's going to be great to, to reconnect with him. He's an amazing talent uh-huh. uh, guitar player. And then C.D.'s coming down on the 16th of December uh-huh. for Trails End, where we'll add uh, Gary Muzier as one of the kings. All right. And then 
because I like to stay busy and I don't I don't <laughs> sleep, so why not? Yeah. I uh, added a Bay Area, We uh-huh. Three Kings show down in um, uh, down in Redwood City at the Club Fox, which uh-huh. is on a, on a December sixth, and then December eighth, I'll be down in uh, Arcadia Blues Club in Arcadia, and uh, we have some great uh, guests there, including mm-hmm. Tommy Marsh, mm-hmm. who will also be uh, mm-hmm. up at the uh, at the Bay Area one too. Ah. And uh, and it's looking like I still got to double check, but it's looking like we might have Joey Delgado as well. Nice. Yeah, he was interested, but you know I got to make sure that he's still good. So where does the coat thing fit in? So the coat thing. So yeah. uh, I always like you know for Christmas. I mean, people are very charitable, and um, I uh, you know I come from a background where you know there was times when I didn't have a coat, and mm-hmm. uh, so I call it coat for a cause. And one year, it, it was, I think we had gotten about 70 or 80 coats. It was huge. All these people, what I do is I, uh, I say, bring in a coat, a good used or new coat, mm-hmm. and I'll give you a drawing ticket. And uh, then I'll draw each coat you bring. I'll, I'll give you a ticket, and you have a chance to win a gift certificate at the place I'm playing. Ah. Yeah. And then I, I, the next day, I go, I go out and give out the coats with, with some volunteers. Really? Yeah. Where do you go? Um, you know, in Portland, I've, I've gone uh-huh. under the bridges and, yeah, um, yeah. uh, and I'm going to do it for the first time in, in LA. So I'm not sure where I'm going to go, but, um, yeah. I know some people are going to help me. And then the Bay area, any coats come in, um, we'll, we'll find something the next day to go to. And, uh, there might be somebody in, in, uh, in Seattle that's going to help me as yeah. well. Come and pick yeah. them up. Yeah. And I just, you know, there's. There's just opportunities, I think, er, at every turn to do something to give back. Uh-huh. Um, and because, uh, I mean, you don't want anybody to be cold around this time. And, right. And uh, some of us are, are blessed. Some of us have gone through troubles where we weren't so blessed at one time. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and whether you have had that or not, you could totally understand that mm-hmm. uh, having a nice coat mm-hmm. is uh, going to make th- a, lot of, a lot of things more manageable. So when did the blues bite you? So, okay, so I, I, I originally grew up in Southern California, um, but for a short time I lived what, what in... What part of Southern California? Uh, Orange and Riverside County, so uh, I kind of uh, identify a lot with Riverside County. I wasn't going to say which part, and then, and then, you, and then you say all of me. Riverside yeah, County. I know, I know that um, joke. <laughs> it's a little dusty. Uh, but, you know, I, I came up yeah. to, to visit some relatives, um, you know, uh, a few years ago, and when I went back to L.A., I just I just didn't have the heart anymore not to to live there anymore and and Mm -hmm. i think it's an incredible place to be la and and great people but i just felt like i'd come home when i come up to oregon Mm. so i got it when i was in la i was doing piano bars so a lot of standards and stuff and when i came up here for a short while you were a jazz singer i was yeah a little bit yeah now now it's like uh, i'd have to know too much to be a jazz singer (laughs) but uh then i came up here and i got into a country band for a little while really and one day Like, like playing what uh, you know, like some Patsy Cline and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. But here's here's the interesting thing. This is how the, this is when the blues bit me. When I walked into a Sunday jam, Robbie Laws was doing. Yeah. And at that time, all I knew was summertime. <laughs> so and then I learned another song. Thank and then God. I, and then I learned a third song. Yeah. And then third song is almost a set. <laughs> um, yeah, if you if you make it twenty minutes, each, where was the where was the jam? It was Trails and Saloon. Ah. So you know, I have a long love affair with Trails and Saloon. Yeah, home, yeah. You know, especially when it was called the home of the blues, and yeah. and uh, I I met some amazing people like uh, Sonny Hess and Lisa Mann uh-huh. at that time, and then AC a. Porter was very helpful because mm-hmm. I was new to the blues and 
And uh, I, I always tell people that he came over to my house and he made me listen to Rock Me Baby. Like, <laughs> I felt like it was 100 times in a row. It may only have been like 20. Whose version? B.B. Uh, uh, King. Okay. And he was trying to teach me the 145. Uh-huh. And of course, at that time, I'm thinking, 145, why don't you just call it a 10? <laughs> so now I know what a 145 is. That's good. And uh, I still think it should be called a 10. And then at that time, too, I started going to, uh, so I got the bug. So then I started going to Hoppers uh-huh. and going to the Thursday Jam. And people like, met people like Jeff Barnes uh-huh. and uh, Timmer Blakely. At that time, he was in the Aaron Black Band. Uh-huh. And I was a regular there. And, and Timmer was so helpful um, every time. Uh, because I was still learning, and, uh-huh. and I didn't know what the keys were. And they would say, is that the key of A? I'm like, oh, okay. So uh, I didn't know. So the thing yeah. is that, you know, it, it does, it, it takes, I would say it takes a community to raise a musician. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then the getting involved in the CBA and, and yeah. that support, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because we're all, we're all just, you know, I, I think below the surface, we're all shy. Uh-huh. And, and having people kind of be there, to help when you don't feel like you know enough, but you know, I mean, you know just enough, but not a, a lot. Was it, was there a time when you felt uh, I can do this? Y- you or know, did what? you always feel that? Do you know, the, um, you, no, not at all. And I still okay. have my moments, right? Yeah. There was a time, so you know, I'm still unsure of myself, and then I get a call from DK Stewart. He goes, are you interested in being part of an Etta James tribute? Ah. I don't know if that was six or seven years ago. Maybe I seven. emceed that show. Oh, my God. That was a turning point because huh. D.K. Stewart, who was one of my idols, yeah. reached out to me and said, do you want to be a part of this? And yeah. I'm just like, I said, now, if he does that, if he's asking me, uh-huh. the D.K. Stewart. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it must mean that I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was, that was actually the turning point. So all these yeah. years, just, you know, still unsure of myself and having somebody that I so admire. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his skill, his talent, and his knowledge, and his heart, mm-hmm. and his soul. And, and to, you know, and I know that Joey Scruggs had a part in that, too. Sure. So. Sure. So yeah, that was that was really yeah. the turning point where I'm yeah. like, mm, wow. I know, I think I could do this. Yeah, I emceed that show and they left me off the CD. What? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm gonna talk to <laughs> not somebody. that it, not, not that I'm talk still. To, I'll, I'll go. Not that, not that I, 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 I'm still thinking about that. Well, but. anybody out there that has that CD, <laughs> give it to me, and I will. I will personally write his name in the credits. Uh, I might have been in the credits, but uh, they, they, yeah, you know. And then Sonny Hess was a, has been a, you know Sonny Hess was the was doing uh, I think it was called Girls Night Out at the time on uh-huh. Thursdays at Trails. Uh-huh. So again, Trails, you know, became yeah. my my start st- starting and yeah. stomping ground. Yeah. And uh, she had me as a guest on her Thursday, and she that was when she had Megan James there too. And she comes up to me after the gig, she thanks me, and then she hands me something, and I looked at it. It's fifty dollars. Oh. And I oh what what is what is this for? Oh, it's your pay. And I go, and I get paid. <laughs> so she was the first person that ever gave me a, a wow. you know paid me for yeah, a blues cake. Wow, that's great. I was like, this is great. I'm like, I think I can do this. So what did you listen to when you were growing up? You know, uh, a little Madonna, and uh, you know, I was a big Bette Midler fan, uh-huh. and uh, my biggest two influences are Bette Midler and Aretha Franklin. All right. And uh, I know it's an interesting thing. I, I, I love Bette Midler for her stage approach uh-huh. 
uh, I've always admired that she makes everybody feel included. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started in piano bars and I started uh, opening up for comedians singing. Really? So I was, even though at that time I wasn't as into the audience as I am now, mm-hmm. I, I learned through the comedians about, you know, really engaging people. And I know that, you know, different bands and they approach it differently. And, and but I just, I like, I want to make sure that everybody in the audience doesn't regret that they came to my show instead of someplace else. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, and I, and I, I really feel like it's my duty that to show them a good time. Uh-huh. And uh, that's what I like about Bed Midler and then Aretha Franklin. Well, right. Uh, Say no more. <laughs> you know, I saw her. <laughs> do you know that? I didn't know she played piano. Oh, yeah. Really good. I was yeah. watching her do yeah. a na- uh, Natural Woman. Sure. I think it was the she's Kennedy a great gospel Center. piano player. Oh, God, she's great. Yeah, yeah. And she's so effortless. Right. She seems so effortless. So I, I like that about her, too. Ever hear so. her sister, Irma? No. I, I played uh, a track of hers of Irma's on my radio show last week. It was uh, the original piece of my heart before Janis Joplin got a hold really? of it. Really? Yeah. yeah. So it's Irma? E-R-M-A. Irma. E-R-M-A. <laughs> Not I-R-M-A, like Irma Thomas. But yeah, and, and Janis Joplin, I listened to a little bit of her and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, but you know, uh, a lot of people don't realize that some of my favorite music is uh, like Mark Cohen, Bruce uh-huh. Hornsby, Don uh-huh. Henley. Uh-huh. I was... Uh, I'm, I'm, I love I play a little piano I don't know how to But it yeah. sounds Sounds like I know What I'm doing Until you realize <laughs> I'm playing the same thing Over and over again But um, uh, I uh, I just I love piano That's why I really like Pat being in the band Yeah Because I love the Consistency of the keyboard yeah. It's just It's yeah. such a versatile sure. Instrument You know Sure Yeah Wow Have you forgotten anything I'm looking So Look Christmas shows there. Better than a coat for a cause Oh and the and the new thing in town that I think is so amazing, especially uh-huh. um, for for a musician to be doing this, is uh, a lot of people don't realize that the Blue Diamond was bought by Sunny Hess and her partner Jamie. Well, you are making news here. Woo! There well, a go. lot of people know, and um, it's just it's really cool. It's 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 like saying, "Hey, one of us." Yeah. You know, yeah. they made yeah. it through, and I know. and I know she'll uh, she'll do really good by it, and they've already. Uh, revamped the menu. Uh, Jamie, oh, that's another thing is, uh, Jamie and Sunny put on uh, the Northwest Women in Ribbon and Blues show, yeah. uh, which is happening uh, December 6th and 10th. Uh-huh. I'll be on the 10th. Uh-huh. Um, people like Ar- Arietta is going to be there, yeah. um, LaRonda, uh-huh. and uh, Lisa Mann, of course, and Lady yeah. Cat. And um, Catherine Grimm's. Uh, I don't. I don't think she is. But okay. um, it's gonna. It's something that it's. It's been years and years. I think it's almost ten years. Uh-huh. And it also is for a charity too, as well. So um, it's a, a way to give back and to get into the Christmas spirit. And uh, you know, and you don't. Have to, you don't have to bring a coat there. But if you bring a coat <laughs> there, and I'm there on the tenth, I will take it and, right. and disperse it. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, that's going to be great. That's going to be at the Carvlin Hall. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm not sure. So the Carvlin Hall um, in Portland is hosting the one on the 10th. I'm not sure where the one where on the that? 6th is. It's, uh, I think it's just off of Hawthorne. It's a really great mm-hmm. venue just off of Hawthorne. It's a it's a, an event space, I think, attached mm-hmm. to a church. And, oh, gotcha. gotcha. But, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's something people look forward to uh-huh. all every year. Uh-huh. Well, listen, um, I would like to end this with a tune from the album. Oh, yeah. What would you like it to be? Ooh, probably better than I was because um, 
that that really I want to tell you about that real quick and then um, also I wanted to mention that I still do the first Sunday gospel show with Ken Brewer Jim Solberg and Scott Van Dusen so awesome. to keep that if uh, keep that in mind out there uh-huh. but yeah better than I was I, I wrote it um, I wrote it at a at a hard time in my life a couple uh-huh. years ago yeah. when I was I was really down I was yeah. having a hard time bouncing back up yeah and and then when I started bouncing back up I started realizing that no matter how how bad things are you can always be better than you were and uh when some when a couple people heard the words they're Uh like wow that's a depressing song i'm like no it's not (laughs) it's like you know what i heard my train of coming Mm -hmm. but it won't stop i've hit bottom and all i got is rocks but i'm better than i was Uh and and no matter how bad you can be it's always and is going to get better well good so, um, and, and that's where we'll just go out on that. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, Tom. Thank you for being here. Thank you, World Coffee. Chills my bones uh, 